welcome to Honky Talk Podcast, everybody. It's Todd. I'm here with the homeboy, Big D. This week, we're going to go over the combine, Delaney out as Big Ten commish, Ryan Day talking some QB, the Celtics, and for those of you that don't like sports, headlines are back this week. What's up, Big D? Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, Mr. S? I'm good, uh, man. Headlines are back. Mm. And we've got three of them to talk about today that mm. are awesome. But, um, yeah, and I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do this at least until sports pick up again. Yeah, I mean, we do have a full schedule tonight to talk about. There's a lot of things to talk about, but the headlines. I mean, I'd be shocked if you guys didn't laugh out loud yeah. uh, with some of the things we have to talk about. But mm-hmm. for those of you already missing football, uh, we had the NFL Combine. Um, we've been accused by the yeah. way, of uh, being Buckeye Homer. Yeah. And we absolutely are. Uh, yeah. We figure there's enough Buckeye fans in this world to make three podcasts of ours mm-hmm. work. So if you mm-hmm. don't like the Buckeyes, just skip to the skip to the headlines. But yeah. we're going to talk Buckeyes in the Combine. We're going to also talk about something that doesn't really need talking about, except we have a different view on it, and that's Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So let's get started with that. Unless you have something else you want to talk about before we get started. No, nah, I'm good, man. Let's get let's get into this combine. Okay, uh, I did get one piece of uh, feedback this week. Okay, it was uh, the 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 uh, yoga pants for mm. men? Uh, got a lot of feedback that everybody agreed with us that that is not appropriate. Yeah, that's a disgusting look. Yeah. Yeah, yep. no, no sausage casings. So, okay, no. so let's move to the combine. Um, all right, so the first thing we need to talk about that everybody's talking about is Kyler Murray. Um, what do you think about Kyler Murray, Todd? Um, I think uh, Kyler Murray is probably going to be a mediocre at best quarterback in the NFL. Um, I I don't like the fact that he's a small man. Not that he's short, but a small man. He's not stout. He goes down pretty easy, which is uh came out in the uh <clears throat> scouting combine uh report from uh some of these guys. And uh you know, I, I just don't think he's uh, uh going going to work hard at being a QB. I think he's going to try to let his athleticism uh, take over for him, kind of Michael Vickish, if you if you will. And uh, I I just think that uh, you know five years ago we're looking at this guy as a slot receiver or a kick returner at best. Slash. Yeah. I mean, remember him from the from the from the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. That's a perfect example. Uh, How about Julian Edelman? That's a more recent one. He was a QB in college. He's a slot receiver now. Here's my thing with this. Hmm. Um, These ESPN people, I I don't – he must have naked pictures of of somebody at ESPN because – He's got somebody in yoga pants. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand – First of all, everybody's fast at right in the NFL, right? And they're a lot bigger, right? So That's exactly right. What is going to happen? And you know they 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 talk about his playmaking ability, 
And look, I get that he played Alabama, and I get that it went semi-well at one point when they got bored. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't beat Alabama. He didn't no. beat them, right? Let's nope. just let's, let's just say that. Secondly, um, has he taken it? I mean, he plays in the Big Twelve. There's no defense. Mm. Has he has he taken a hit all year? Oh, has he has yeah, he thrown he does, to a receiver that? Well, has he thrown to a receiver that wasn't wide open? I, I doubt I mean, it. His his passing his passing lanes his throwing windows are going to be a lot smaller. Yep. Um, and I don't think anybody doubts his arm, and and, and I think he's a great talent for for college. Um, I just you know I wonder now. I think what's making all this work yeah. is the fact that, you know, Arizona has the first pick and it's rumored that Cliff Kingsbury is going to pick him because he fits his system. Well, and the NFL obviously is a copycat league and everybody wants the next Sean McVay. Uh, I mean, well, you're, well, they're not even trying to slide into it. I mean, well, you got Josh Rosen. Are you getting rid of him? Or well, what? Uh, Queensbury's been on record as saying that if he was uh, the very first pick in the NFL draft, he would draft Kyler Murray. So he's on record as saying he would draft him. Uh, he wasn't the coach of the Cardinals at the time when he made that comment. But uh, according to all the experts, Rosen would be ranked way higher than any of the quarterbacks this year anyway. Um, now, I kind of get, you know, if you go – the system route and i've heard it you know you you kind of dangle you know rosen out there as bait to see what people are willing to give you for him uh <clears throat> to make your team better let's face it the cardinals need a lot more than a qb their offensive line was garbage last year uh they wasn't able to get a running game going um cardinals was just a mess all year long not josh rosen's fault you know you and I have the Dayton factor with um, with Kyler Murray. There's no doubt yeah. about it. People from Dayton have no taste for arrogant, arrogant behavior. No. And Kyler Murray is arrogant. There's no doubt about it. That you know when they've interviewed him, he, he just he he just comes off as. And look, I mean, I know what some of our audience, and if, if you want to. Take us to the woodshed, htalkpodcast gmail.com. Mm. Um, you know, does he have a right to be arrogant? Uh, yeah, probably. But, you know, I'm just too Dayton. You know, the, the thing that I have in my blood is, you know, who are you? Yeah. Right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. yeah I, if I were him, I would have went the baseball route. I mean, I really would have. He drew, he, he was going to get more money to play baseball. He definitely has the, the build to play baseball. I don't understand why he didn't go that route. And I am just waiting for somebody to get a clean shot mm. on him and see mm. how, how he reacts. Yeah, let's see how uh, one of these big defensive linemen, they're, they're not impressed with dude, let's put it that way. Um, the more hype you come into the league with, the more uh, of a target you are. But uh, did you see where Charlie Cass, the uh, – former GM that works for the NFL network came out and said that he was told by uh, multiple teams that uh, Kyler Murray gave the worst interview of the uh, combine. Well, I think he doesn't, I think he feels like he can coast. I mean, let's, let's be honest. 
he's probably going to be the number one pick and that's that's just how it's going to be and and it's more because I'm a college guy, but I hear these guys saying, you're the number one pick. Mm. You pick Kyler Murray and it doesn't go right. You've made a decision that's going to last you 10 or 15 years. Mm. I don't know about that. The NFL teams make bad picks all the time. Yeah. I just, I just think there is, there is something I don't see and why the world don't. And, and folks, it's not, it's, it's just his size in general. I think he's going to get rushed. I just really do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Um, if I'm the Cardinals, I'm looking at Bosa because uh, you want to be able to get to the quarterback and you want to be able to protect the quarterback and they can't protect the quarterback, but there's no offensive linemen that are really ranked where you you know number one so you go out you get yourself bosa the best defensive lineman to come out in recent mes- uh, memory and then uh you get a bunch of offensive linemen in the middle rounds that'd be my take if i was the Cardinals. screw this guy uh, i'm gonna make my team better <clears throat> to bosa later but i want to stay with quarterbacks because you know we're talking about height mm-hmm. and you know of course again buckeye Buckeye homers, we're going to talk about Dwayne yeah. Haskins. And, you know, I watched Dwayne Haskins I did too. throw. He looked fabulous. In, in the combine. I, you know, they, they were setting up reps that the analysts making statements like, look, it, it, they're probably not going to connect on these passes. They're probably, you know, it's more about the trajectory of the ball than it is you know, than it is that because the receivers haven't spent time with the quarterbacks and here's Dwayne Haskins taking his drop and just dropping dimes. I mean, just absolutely all over the dimes. Field. Mm-hmm. A, uh, yeah, it was just, it, he made every single throw and um, they, it was like they couldn't get past the fact that it's almost like because Kyler Murray is not the prototypical quarterback that's all we're going to talk about. And here you got this big, tall, you know, <clears throat> kid with a rocket arm who can who can throw any throw on the field, who admittedly, uh, conversely, uh, I heard was the best interview at mm-hmm. the combine, was confident without being cocky, was sure mm-hmm. of himself, at the same time ready to learn. You know, he checks all the boxes. You, you, like, you know what they dwell on with him? This is 40 time. Well, it was 5-0-5. Which, by, the, five, which by, again, by the way, was better than uh, Phillip Rivers or Brady's. And they turned out right, pretty good. Right. And and we saw him tuck the ball and run. Now, again, it's not against NFL mm-hmm. defenses. But I got to tell you, I mean, you put him under center, at least you can do a quarterback mm-hmm. sneak. You can't do that with. Not without Murray. breaking a collar. You're not going to be able to do that. Right. Um, so I think that, um, I think that Haskins is going to be now, you know, is he going to be all world? I don't know. I, I, but I think he's, he's a good choice for, for a solid team. And i tell you what, I predicted Mm -hmm. this. I mean, Todd and I were at the opening game last year. Uh, JT Barrett went out, they, they brought in, um, they brought in Haskins, Haskins threw one ball. And I said, holy cow, that guy 
needs to start, and he is something yep. special. You know, all he did was quietly go out and break Big Ten records in, mm-hmm. in this season. Um, he just he just threw the ball well, and again, he was throwing into tighter windows because Big Ten defenses were just all out better. Yep. So, anyway, anything about Haskins before we move on to the Buckeye uh, receivers? I think that if Haskins lands where he's supposed to land, which is with the Giants, uh, with them bringing Eli back, I think they're going to – give Haskins the best chance to uh to be the the best pro quarterback um coming out of this draft with letting him set and learn behind a professional that's been there and done that um so I think he's got a real good chance of being the best pro we've seen in a long time especially the best quarterback to come out of Ohio State um as far uh, you know uh, what about our wide receivers man yeah, so listen to these 40 times. Campbell, Paris Who Campbell, they loved. Four point, yeah, 4.32 mm. in the 40. Terry McLaurin, 4.35 mm. in the 40. Johnny Dixon, 4.41 mm. in the 40. Uh, Weber, the running back, 4.47 mm. in the 40. What this said, and, and um, 11 Warriors had an article about this this week, is that Ohio State was absolutely the fastest offense on the field this mm-hmm. last year. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, that was awesome. Awesome to see. Um, what does this say, though, about you've got a quarterback who uh, broke all kinds of records. You've got 4-3-2, 4-3-5, and 4-4-1 on the edge. You've got 4-4-7 as the backup in the mm-hmm. backfield. Just to mention mm-hmm. that, the backup. Weber didn't even right. start. Right. Okay? What does that say about going to Purdue and losing about about the coaching? Um, what the heck was I going mean, on? We, we've been on record as uh, saying that the uh, coaches uh, kind of tried to force their uh, offense on, on Haskins, and he wasn't the right fit for that type of offense. Uh, I think that if uh, – they would have took the approach Ryan Day took earlier in the year with Haskins. They would have been fine all year long, but they were trying to uh, put that uh, round round peg into a square hole with uh, Urban Meyer, and it just didn't work out. So, yeah, I, I think that um, I think that long term that's going to work out. We're going to talk about something about Ryan Day mm-hmm. a little later, but um, my. Gosh, what an what what a huge amount of talent on society mm-hmm. um, to have the defensive side of the ball just be so terrible that they couldn't make the playoff. There were some years with Urban Meyer where we're going to look back as hugely missed opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 year after the national championship, I've always said, and I've said it on this program was as bad a coaching job as the year before Mm. was good when you had three quarterbacks um, not giving Zeke the ball against Michigan State I will forever go to my grave wondering what the heck happened there why in the world do you want JT Barrett running the ball when you've got Zeke in the back right just crazy Um, so anyway I think we're going to look back on this last season between the drama and between the coaching as a missed opportunity. Uh, what about Bosa, though? Ooh, Let me read you some Bosa stats there. So Bosa ran a 
Yeah, he ran a four seven nine forty on the ten years on the ten yard split time, one point five five seconds. He is six foot three and three quarters, two hundred and sixty six mm. pounds, thirty three inch mm. arms. He hit twenty nine reps on the bench and had a thirty three inch mm. vertical. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm. So, what do you think? Uh, you think Bosa will be as good as I his think brother? Uh, baby Bosa is going to be a lot better than his older brother. Um, yeah, I think lot. his brother is going to be really good. Um, man, they may go down as the best brother duo in NFL history. <laughs> when it's all said and done, they have that type of talent. Um, We'll we'll just have to see, man. You know, barring injury and some few freak things that could happen in the uh, NFL, um, yeah, he he's a freak, man. Uh, any team that gets him is going to be they're going to be looking good for about five years on one side of their defensive line. Yeah, it's uh, and you know what we're going to say? We just trashed the defense and we just read off, you know, one of the biggest losses probably of Ohio State history in the middle of a season mm-hmm. um you know he obviously bails out your secondary he bails out your linebackers he disrupts the flow of the game there's no doubt about it it's going to right. be interesting all right well that's enough of the combine let's move on to another subject that i know oh, you're happy much about. yeah real it's happy 2020 mm-hmm. delaney is resigning as is this a big deal or not uh, yeah, absolutely. It's a big deal. He's a freaking dinosaur. He still wants to hold on to the pageant, the pageantry of the bowl games, which is why Ohio State didn't get into the uh, final four this year. Well, I don't know if that's the reason why, but he certainly didn't politic yeah. enough. And and you and I are on the same page with Dwayne Haskins. I, I don't care if he got the Heisman or not. The Big Ten did not celebrate Dwayne Haskins enough for beating Drew Brees' records. There's just no doubt about it. I don't know why they didn't do that. Dwayne Haskins had nothing to do with Urban Meyer, had nothing to do with Zach Smith. And, folks, we're not even going there on mm-hmm. what happened right. there, right? I mean, I, all I'm saying is you got a kid who just went out and overperformed, didn't act like a jerk, didn't didn't over over uh you know, push himself just literally week after week went out and did the confident thing and put, put balls all over the field in the right places. And he just was not celebrated. And that that's a shame. Mm-hmm. It just was. So I'm happy too. the question is, you know, do you like the devil that, you know, versus the devil mm-hmm. you don't know? I wonder who's coming in. Uh, hopefully a forward thinker. I think Delaney was looking backwards and, uh, we need definitely need to get with the times, especially in the, you know, with the the way the uh, bowls have uh, shaped out with the playoffs and stuff like that. The uh, Rose Bowl ain't what it used to be. Well, and two, I mean, some of the moves he made, like bringing Rutgers into the Big Ten. I mean, man, you should have brought man. in Syracuse. I mean, if you're going to bring in a team from New York, bring in Syracuse. Or, I mean. If you had the right mm-hmm. deal maker, and I know some some folks on this are going to think that I'm I'm homering it up and thinking that 
Ohio State and Michigan are just bigger than they are. Why didn't he make a play for Notre I Dame? Think, I think Let's he did honest. make a play for Notre Dame, and Notre Dame kind of put the uh, put it to bed by saying the Big Ten schools weren't smart enough for him. The ACC lined up with them more academically. But what's well, right. just ridiculous? I mean, we got Northwestern. And that's and, absurd. You know, we got some smart schools I mean, in the Big Ten. Michigan in itself. Right. Michigan in itself is a good mm-hmm. academic school. You know, the med school at Ohio State, the, the James Cancer Center, they're doing great things in research. I mean, let's be honest, the business school at yeah. Ohio State is is really good. It is a good college. So I don't know I don't know why that is, but I think if you had a deal maker to go really talk mm-hmm. to Notre Dame, it may be it may be something. We've probably got people out there that would disagree with us that that they should even do that. Yeah. But I hey, thought Notre Dame um, would have been awesome in the Big Ten. Well, at least, or Missouri. I thought. Hey, what I about thought Missouri? Missouri? That would have been, been a good fit too. Um, I do like Nebraska. I like I like uh, Nebraska. I, th- I like that. Uh, but Rockers, what? Dude, Mar- Maryland. Maryland was the other one. Maryland's okay, basketball wise. Uh, football wise, I didn't much care for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, did that? It was just to try and get uh, market. Uh, TV marketing out east. It is, yeah. but the truth is that yeah, you know, come on, didn't do nothing. Nobody watches bro. Rutgers. <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, Mizzou, Mizzou would have been yep. a good pickup. Um, imagine if it had been Notre Dame and Nebraska. Yeah, Notre Notre Dame, Nebraska, and Mizzou. What that would look like at this point? Yeah, I mean, just unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so even, even Cincinnati. Anything else on the yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, basketball yeah. would have been incredible. So, all right. So, anything else on Delaney? Nah, good riddance, we'll, we'll, good riddance uh, bro. We'll we'll watch and see who right. they're bringing in. Okay, really quickly, just something I heard from the Ryan Day, you know, coach of our. And when I say our, bring it on. Mm-hmm. We're homers. Uh, our Ohio State Buckeyes had his first press conference today after spring mm-hmm. practice and said that Buckeye fans may be surprised to see the quarterback under center a lot more than they have been in the past. Now, does that mean he's going to be under center all the time? No, but I think this is a welcome change uh, that we'd all like to see. Just because you're hot and heavy on the zone read or the spread doesn't mean that you can't swap it out and have a guy under center. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's a great move. Um you know, uh, especially with the QBs he's got coming in. I mean, you got to play to your strengths, man. I think Ryan Day is smart enough to know how to coach these quarterbacks and what what's going to get them in the best positions to win. And uh, I, I like the look. There's too much shotgun going on, and nobody's getting ready for, you know, further in life or against these better defenses. You can't really run the shotgun like you want against the Alabama defenses and the Georgia defenses and some of these defenses out there where, you know, especially if you're running the ball, they can kind of survey the field and see where everything's at. And it makes it a lot easier on the defense when you're in shotgun. Yeah. I think the whole world knows our opinion on the zone read uh, offense. Uh, We're just done with it. Um, I, I, I do think Ohio state struggled picking up, one yard, two yards, 
two and a half well, yards, now three yards plus. It was different, but yeah, it just gives the defense too much yeah, time to set it up. It actually frankly. helps the running back as well because now he's coming downhill before he gets the ball instead of just getting the ball and having to get, get going from the giddy up. That's a good yeah. point, too. Um, okay, anything else on – I mean, there was a lot that happened today. There was a lot of good things that they talked about. Some, you know, Buckeye players that have just come in have gained uh, weight, look really cut, look really mm. good. Um, I, I think it's going to be a great season. Mm. I've gone on record with that. But uh, anything else on Ryan Day before now, we No, I'm just on? real excited to get going uh, this year with uh, yeah. the new new direction we're going. So I'm excited for him. I think he'll be a great, great Buckeye head coach, man. All right. And our last story before, um, before we talk headlines yeah. is last night, the Boston Celtics mm. uh, flew to yep. Oakland to play the Golden State mm. Warriors and beat the bricks off of mm. them, uh, beat them by 33 points. And they said, they asked. They were asking the team what you know what what the turnaround was and what happened. And Kyrie Irving said, "You know, the long flight to Oakland. We had kind of a heart to heart on the plane, and people kind of came out with their grievances. And I talked to the coach, and I talked to different people, and I'm feeling a lot better. And you know, I was able to say what I needed to. And I, you know, I don't know that he completely came out and said that I was acting like an idiot." But that was kind of the tone of it. And the other things he said, I, I believe, um, kind of revolved around dealing with the media and, and that sort of thing. And that he, he loves playing basketball and he loves his team. He's just getting worn down with the media. Okay, all the time he's wearing, I think somebody in ESPN this morning pointed it out, when he was talking to the media about not liking the media and not liking the business part of basketball, he was wearing an Uncle Drew hat. <laughs> So, you know, I mean, it's kind of yeah, like, just in a movie, you know, uh, you know, if you don't like it, maybe don't push your movie. But, you know, I got the sense like a weight was lifted off. Now, that doesn't mean look, this is one. Yeah, let's wait and see. Let's but, wait and see. But hey, I will say this, that if the Celtics put it together now. This is the right time of year to get it together. Um they'll be dangerous in the playoffs, man. They're, they're definitely the most talented team in the East. So if they get it going, man, they, they, they can definitely give golden state or Houston or whoever comes out the West to run for their money. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, it's going to be mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, I think as we move on, uh, we are not this week touching on the absolute <laughs> toilet that the Los Angeles Lakers have turned into. Yeah because everybody else is talking about it yeah. and it would just make Todd too happy to talk about I just, the downfall. I just want to LBJ. grab him by his neck and shake him like Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's throwing balls at stuff. He, he's, he's not playing defense. He's being shoved into defenders. Yeah. You know, we're not going to, again, uh, I, it's, it's tempting to me to talk about yeah. it, but I think we should yeah, he's move just acting on. Like a six year old brat, man. Uh, he yeah, really is. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's get into some of these headlines. I mean, this is the most revered thing. I, I understand that. I mean, this makes this makes our our audience yeah. happy. So that's we're what here we want to do. We want to make you yeah absolutely. So we've got three headlines. We want to run past you, 
with our color commentary. So a woman now referred to from now until the end of time as Dog Park Debbie. A woman took her dog to the dog yeah. park. Um, Caucasian lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A African-American gentleman shows up with yep. his dog. Rottweiler. The dogs are the dogs yep. are playing. And at some point the African American male's yep. dog starts humping mm-hmm. the woman's yep. dog. Yep. Uh an appropriate response would be to maybe pull your dog away. An appropriate response mm-hmm. maybe would be to um I don't know, tell the dude to get his dog. Yeah. Uh, probably not because if you've ever been around dogs, that's what they do. And it's not sexual. It's just a dominance thing. And, you know, dogs hump. Yeah. That's what they do. Dog Park Debbie, uh, took it to the extreme and called 911. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him to leave and he wouldn't leave. <laughs> His dog is humping my I dog. Mean, what is, what in the world? What is your life like when you can, I mean, what, would you, Todd, consider calling 911 at the worst time in your life? Probably. That's only reserved. When Man, some, somebody's got to almost be dying for me to call 911. You know? I, I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is, like, if it's the event that triggers you to call. <laughs> yeah. What is your life? It's pretty good. I mean, if this is the I I face worse things today, today than that, many times today. What in the world was this lady? And and not to mention the fact that that's that's taxpayer dollars. Yeah. Right. That that's being and not to mention the fact that you're really making another person feel horrible. Yep. Well, what was the so, deal with the chick hyping her up in the background? Yeah, she was the hype chick. Yeah, what what was the deal with that? He won't leave. He won't leave. Why was she flavor-flaving the situation? <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> that dog was humping the other dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what the heck was going on there, yeah. but um, we've probably got enough mileage out of this yep. one. The next one, the next one, uh, I mean, wow. So at an airport in Pennsylvania, and tried to go through security with a, <laughs> with a rocket launcher. <laughs> How do you think that was going to work out? No, okay. no. Nah, nah, Who nah, is in line? Nah, I'm, 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 I'm in, not trying to shoot the plane in, down. I'm trying to shoot it from the plane. <laughs> who, who is in line in the security line and didn't video this? <laughs> I mean, I'm at, okay, so I've seen people go through the line and forget that you can't bring a bottle of water. Yeah. That's that's one thing, but um, what what is this dude thinking? I mean, can you imagine he gets up in the morning and he's like, uh, passport, wallet, Cell phone rocket launcher. Yep, got them all. Let's head to the yeah. airport. I mean, hey, hey, 
Did you pack my rocket launcher? <laughs> he put it. I mean, it's not even like he tried to check it either. He took it through the security line. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to need to check this in, please. Wow. How do you show up at the airport, see a security line, see the x-ray machine, and not think this exists so that people can't bring rocket launchers through? (laughs) I mean, like the whole reason we're in line here, behind people that forget that they have to take their shoes off, behind people that leave their parka on, (laughs) behind people that don't pay attention to what the person in front of them is doing until they hold the line up. The whole reason for this holdup is so that you can't bring a rocket launcher onto a plane. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, you know, that's it. I mean, what, what do you need a rocket launcher for, bro? I, I don't know. I don't keep know. Them that away. has to be the best. That has to be the best headline we've ever had. Yeah, I, I just don't understand what, what you're doing with the damn rocket launcher. I mean, I, I get it. Every now and again, you want to blow some crap up, but dang. You know, so that's one that I don't understand. Mm-hmm. The next and final headline is one that I understand completely. Okay. A woman was arrested at a Target checkout line. Okay. Because she went into the Target, cart and all, went directly to the alcohol section. The first thing she did was buy a box of wine. Mm. She then proceeds to shop for a while and drinks the whole box of wine before she gets to checkout. When she gets to checkout, she gets arrested for public intoxication. Mm. Now, this I can understand. Because if you've ever been to Target, and I know Walmart is kind of on the list, but Target also has those. First of all, like there are people that are overzealous about, you know, getting things at Target and they'll push you out of the way to get them. There's always unsupervised children, like literally at your legs, running into you. There's, you know, the, the people of Target need to be a website. Too. Yep. So I can relate to needing a drink when I go to Target. I mean, I've seen the people that work there, you know? I mean, not everybody that works at Target is, is bad, but have you ever needed something and asked somebody? Like, I, I've asked people at Target where, where the detergent yeah. is. And I might as well have been asking for them to do quantum physics. Uh, you're just asking in a foreign language to them. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I just know that I need some help in aisle six mm-hmm. and it ain't nah, coming. No, nah, you might as well forget the help at so, Target. I mean, a couple, a couple glove gloves of the, of the happy juice, that makes you know, a trip to Target bearable. I mean, frankly, I think they need to make this a marketing yeah. tool where they hand you the wine when yeah. you walk in. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. What's your alcohol of choice? Yeah. Right. I need that. Right. Right. Yeah. You have to deal. Um, 
you have to deal with with the lady in aisle 12 and her six kids who she's not paying attention to because she's on Facebook while pushing the cart into you and the other is trying to do what the dog at the dog park did to your leg. You know, uh, the, one of her kids is like dry humping your leg and the, the others are punching you in the groin. Yeah, yeah, yeah she's I, on I, Facebook I Live. Wine. Yeah. Right. I need some wine yep. for that. That's, you know, let's just, let's just call it what it is. Target, if you're listening and we know you're not because we don't have any sponsors because <laughs> at this point you all know why. If you're listening, here's the thing, man. I tell you what, comfortable seats and whiskey for yeah. dudes and wine for the ladies. Yeah. Now, how you get home is you start your own Uber program where you have to blow into the uh, into the blood alcohol mm. thing at the door. Mm -hmm. And if you can't pass, mm. then you take somebody home for like five bucks a mile. I'm telling you, they'd be rich. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that'd be a good, good uh, little hustle there. Yeah. It'd be, yeah, you turn Target right into a bar. I mean, I'd go. Yeah, why not? You, you give me a comfortable seat and some, uh, some, you know, Woodford Reserve, and I'm in, yeah. dude. Why not? Shoot, that's what we need. I think that's a great idea, buddy. Just well, yeah. we've had a couple of them, and nobody's listening. So you know, it is what it is. I yeah. get it. Yeah. You know what they say about the sun and a dog? A dog's rear end. Yeah, shines on it. Yeah, that's that's our good ideas. It only <laughs> happens like twice a year. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, that's all I have for today. We hope you enjoyed the headlines. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed our talks on Jim Delaney, the Combine, Ryan Day, and the Boston Celtics. Yep. Next week, who knows what we'll talk about. We'll probably find some, some headlines to talk about next week. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, anything else for the honkies before we let well, them go? I mean, should we should we uh, open this up to like we want Target? Should we have an open bar before we do this? <laughs> you know, some of our highest ranked shows. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. I've 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 had a little um, little adult beverage before. Ooh, you've been saucing it up on me. Well. I mean, hey. I don't drink to excess, but right. some days the world pushes pushes you to have a pop or two. No, That's all I'm saying. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, that's all I got. You, you got anything else? No, nah, I'm good, babe. Hey, for those listening, yeah. I just have to say this was a Steeler insult-free episode. And yeah. you know what? Yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah, he did all the talking. Gave us plenty me. to talk about, <laughs> and we stayed away yeah. from it. I mean, we could have talked for at least half an hour on his blonde mustache alone. That's right. That's all I have to That's say. That's right. And the fat Brock eye swaller. The, the, <laughs> that broke stash requires some talk. So maybe we'll talk about that. Next I heard week. that. All right. So anyway, folks, thanks for joining. Yeah. Um, that's all we got for this week. We'll see you next week. Until then, honky, honky out. out.